following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on Real Racing USA. back here on Dirt World with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. Absolutely. Welcome back, everybody, to Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. As always, with Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt. And as promised, we're just talking to this guy on the line, the winner of Saturday night's United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, National Late Model Series, uh, co-sponsored event, if you will, at East Bay Raceway Park. It is indeed Highland Park, Illinois, number 73, King Kong. 78. 78. I'm sorry about that. King Kong, Randy Cordy. Randy, thanks for being with us, man. No problem. Randy, you were traveling from uh, Indianapolis. Are you still on the road today? No, I made it home about a, about 45 minutes ago. Good deal. Now, were you on your way back from Florida? Just kind of took a few extra days? or No, I had to look, uh, take some motors over to my engine builder, and then I had to pick up the crate car that I'm going to be running in uh, the first week of December down in Florida. Oh, okay. Gotcha, man. Well, we just had, uh, of course, Doug Horton on the line out of West Virginia. He plans on uh, being down for that event as well in December, but... Randy, man, good Lord, let's talk about Saturday night. I mean, you served notice out there. Uh, Nosbish uh, obviously having some problems, but you were right there to capitalize on that. Before we talk about the run itself, talk about how you got hooked up with this race car Saturday night. Uh, a friend of mine by the name of Jeff Conyers, uh, him and uh, Tony, the guy that owned the car, uh, just called me up about, a, uh, about three weeks, a month ago, and asked me if I was interested in driving it. And I said, sure. I said, you know, I said, I'm just up here building race cars. I said, I, I can always use a reason to go to Florida. It's not a problem. And uh, we went down there, and it worked out. Yeah, it was nice, uh, the weather as well down here. Randy, you talk about building race cars with, uh, of course, uh, RKR Motorsports. Now, these are cars for your own use, or are you starting to kind of kind of develop uh, some chassis and engines? I mean, what are you doing up there? No, we're building cars. I mean, it's just rocket cars mainly is what I put together. But we put them together for people and set them up for people and and uh, do stuff like that. And uh, it keeps you pretty busy. Yeah, no doubt. Randy, I mean, you, you've had a lot of success in several different series. Uh, uh, Billy and I have been blessed uh, not only to see you Saturday night at East Bay, but several times at uh, Volusia Speedway Park during our Dirt Car Nationals. And it's always a pleasure to watch you out there. But uh, kind of enjoy, uh, do you kind of enjoy the way you do this and kind of a solo act as you pick and choose these events throughout your racing season? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I ran the Have a Tampa Series years ago, and... Yep. And uh, for like a couple years, and that is just so stressful and, and exhausting to, to just be traveling all the time. And the way I got my deal set up, I just kind of race where I want to race and where I feel like I can run well at, and and that's kind of all we do. I don't get to race Volusia near as much as I would like to. We race, we always go to East Bay every year, but uh, I've only really been to Volusia I think once or twice, and I, I'd like to go there more. It just never seems to work out that way. You know, Saturday night was a was a big win, not only for you, but for the guys that owned the car. But that's not your first big win at East Bay, is it? No, we won that crate race uh, two years ago. The crate uh, race, I remember the, you won that a couple years ago. And I think yeah. last year you was leading it and something broke. Yeah, right front uh, strap broke and got in the tire and gave me a flat and then ended up in the wall with 15 to go. And, yeah. 
we were pretty well checked out in that race too. East Bay has been good to me in general. I mean, it's just racetrack that for some reason seems to fit fits Randy Cordy. Well, Saturday night, I mean, you you pretty much had uh, one of the cars to beat from the get go. Uh, I don't really know. I know Keith had a problem, but I don't really know that if he wouldn't have had the problem, if you still wouldn't have given him a handful. But <laughs> you know, that was a crate car too. A lot of people don't know that, but that was a crate motor car. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to Keith. Like I said, I didn't get to talk to him afterwards. But uh, that car, Marshall often got to showing me the outside there. And, yeah. and I knew eventually the racetrack would come in the middle of the racetrack. Uh, and when he showed me that and then I got to start on the outside line, I felt pretty good about it. I I mean, I just kind of rode the whole race. And uh, about 10 to go, I was going to try to push the limit a little bit and, and like I said, he showed me that line there, and and uh, it just it worked out. That line was really good, actually, there at the end. You know, Marshall Austin was pretty strong there. Yeah, he was. He drove up through the pack, too, and had a pretty good car, and uh, I thought he had a great chance, too. But, you know, that what I was saying was with the crate, you know, we were just talking to Doug, who finished third, and Doug had a crate motor in his car, so and he started 17th. So I yeah. think as the racetrack came to both of you, they're at the yeah. end. I, I think no matter what, these guys would have had their hand for it. And I'm not saying that, that Doug would have won the race, but I'd be, I think if, we had, if we'd have had a restart there at the end, I think Doug could have been second. Right, right. Well, Doug said he actually had second for a little bit there, and something happened with with uh, Marshall, and and uh, he ended up running third. But I think Marshall I, I think back I, on the outside. It was the same thing you saw. Yeah, and but I think a lot of it was tires. I mean, Doug and myself, see, we're them both them cars was out of the same shop. Okay. And, oh uh, wow. Out of yeah, Kenny Nosbitch's shop. And yeah, both okay. them cars were in the same shop, so we had talked about everything, you know, the a couple days before that and everything else, and uh, you know, we went out there on hard tires, but then the tide came in like at ten o'clock, I think, that night, and it let that do, and and the yeah, racetrack yeah. got real all that moisture, and that's when Keith just. Keith was probably the right, the made the smart move by going with the soft tires, and we just kind of got lucky that the track slickened off and to go. Otherwise, I think we'd have been in trouble. Yeah, Randy, uh, all the success you've enjoyed uh, uh, that year. You were with us at Volusia. I think it was about I don't know two, three years ago. I saw you actually traveling through the Ocala National Forest on your way back home, and it was after the Dirt Car Nationals, and I. I did a double double take. I saw that double zero car on an open trailer. Was that you? I'm sure it was. I mean, we we did that for a lot of years. <laughs> you paid your dues. There's no doubt about it, man. But I just I just couldn't believe it. I did a double take. I said, babe, that was King Cole, Randy Cordy on an open trailer. <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, if you love racing, you got to do what you got to do. No doubt. And, uh, something else that uh, you're obviously loving is uh, your son Dustin's uh, Army career. Talk about that, man. I know how proud you are to have him in the Armed Forces, uh, the Freedom Tour, everything. And uh, you know, that, that's, that's got to be exciting. My son, you know, he makes me proud in so many ways, to, about to graduate the Fire Academy. But, man, for your son to, to choose to serve our country, uh, you could just see the gleam in your eyes, man. That's that's pretty exciting for you. Oh, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, he's he's a great kid, and, and uh, you know, it's something he wanted to do, and, and it's uh, – it's working out great so far. He's still at Fort Bragg, and uh, he's trying to get it to where he can get stationed a little bit closer, closer to us, like Fort Pick or Campbell, Kentucky, or Fort Leonard, Missouri, to where he ain't so far away, because that's about a 12-hour drive for us. So it's uh, we ain't got to see each other near as much as we'd like to. But yeah, I'm very, very proud of him. And that is awesome. It shows. Now, Randy, were, were, are you a veteran as well? No. 
Nope. No, I'm not. That's, that's something I'll tell you. I'm about the same age, and sometimes I kind of regret that, man. I mean, we all make our choices right after high school or whatever path we decided to take. But uh, so many times I look at that and say, wow, I wonder what I would have been like. But to be able to, you know, influence and instill, you know, that into you your son. You would have been announcing Army football games. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't. That's no, what I you'd have been doing. You'd have been, this would have been you right here. King Concord, he's got the ball. He's right on the left end. He's to the 10, to 20. He's up to the 30, knocked down at the 35. That'd be you, Joe. I can hear you now. Good run, King Kong Cordy. That'd be you, you and that'd be you and Randy Cordy right yeah, there, buddy, in Randy, the Army together. <laughs> Randy, you look like you could have played a little ball, but where did King Kong come from? I, I know we got our listeners have got to know this. To be honest with you, I was racing back in, like, 90, I want to say it was uh, 94, 95, down in Granite City, Illinois. And uh, the announcer just started calling me that for some reason. I don't have any idea. He said it's just the way I walk through the pit. He and, uh, like <laughs> yeah, and uh, it just kind of went from there, and it's been like that ever since. That is cool. My good buddy Rick Eshelman, uh, announcer for the World of Outlaws Late Models, he prides himself on being able to coin nicknames for drivers. And uh, uh, I know he's not going to take credit for yours, but, man, He's come up with some good ones, there's no doubt about it. But uh, that's something that's kind of always, you know, going right there with dirt late model drivers, not so much even sprint car drivers, even though they've got their names. But, man, late model drivers have got to have a nickname, and you got a good one. Yeah, it's different anyway. <laughs> man, no doubt about it. Randy, man, what a pleasure it's been to have you on Dirt World here tonight. Uh, take an opportunity talk about the 2009. I know you've got a lot of choices up there, certainly in the hotbed of late model racing in the Midwest uh, you guys got anything on paper yet, what you're going to do, or is it going to be status quo? Uh, it's probably going to be a lot like we have been doing. I think we're going to cut out a little bit more of the local stuff and just run mainly like there's so many so many races around our area, like 2,000 to win, 5,000, 3,000, 10,000. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's like a nonstop every week there's somewhere to go. And then the summer nationals, I'd like to run that. I mean, you know, this year I was out for half the season because I broke my back down in East Bay at the start of the year. And yeah, yeah. So I missed half the year, and I missed part of the summer nationals. And and uh, I just I just want to race a bunch and, and try to just hit all them bigger show 2000s and over and kind of not, not run so much of the local stuff anymore. Well, I'll tell you, man, by watching you, I know you could handle that month of hell, but uh, to be able to join that elite list of summer national champions, I mean, you are just as worthy and uh, certainly uh, deserving, but I think you could accomplish that, man. That would be amazing right there. Yeah. Uh, we've been close a couple times, and I, I think we can do it. We just uh, need everything to play out and have a little bit of luck on our side once. That's right. That's right. Well, Randy Cordy, uh, thank you so much for being on Dirt World here tonight, giving us a good insight on uh, what King Kong is all about here tonight. Once again, congratulations on Saturday night, taking it to the local bunch at East Bay. Uh, a wonderful job, and uh, it's a pleasure to have you on Dirt World tonight, my man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. We'll see. Randy Cordy out of Highland Park, Illinois. This guy, a lot of people don't realize, around a long time, he's uh, about 43 years old. This guy knows what the story is, and he knows what's going on. Randy Cordy uh, won the, like he said, he won the Crate Nationals two years ago at East Bay, which is the same weekend as PRI. And uh, last year I was down at there, and he was leading. And like he said, he had a big, comfortable league and lead, and I seen him coming down the front straightaway, and I seen something break in the right front, and he just drove off into the wall. And uh, the guy sitting next to me goes, a lap car wrecked him. I said, lap car didn't wreck him. Something broke, you know. But he had him covered then. He could have been the two-time consecutive 
Creighton Nationals champ, so I'm sure he's looking forward to getting back in victory lane there this year, and I'm sure he's going to be one to beat. Absolutely. Absolutely.